Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Food for Thought, a podcast (laughs) gap fest where in a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex, identity, culture, what we like to read, and who we like to read. Food for Thought, we're here. We're queer. We have crippling anxiety. <laughs> it's true. Oh my God. <laughs> I am Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, and my sexuality is accidentally swiping, swiping left on my soulmate. Uh, I'm Fran. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. And again, Laura Dern, will you please text me back? I have she won't. Been <laughs> begging you over and over again. It's fine. Word. Uh, I am Denez Smith, poet, one-on-one bottom group. <laughs> group top. And take it there. Group it's top. very important. Group top. It, group top. Poverty line versatile. <laughs> How can I measure up? Um, I'm Angel Abdullah Nafis, neighborhood asshole, poet. Mm-hmm. Um, chronically late individual <laughs> with a late burrito, on account of burritos with, on the count of burrito. <laughs> if you ask me, very fair. <laughs> and um, you know, just a dater of one sheer Ehrlichman, who, when wouldn't get me a glass of water the other day, I yelled, "Support black businesses." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so wow. much for joining us in the studio for filling up, oh filling, filling up, Man. filling in for Teebs and for Dennis, respectively. Uh, we can never. No. Truly, I'm down to be the wallless genderqueer bitch here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. The wallless uh. genderqueer bitch. So yesterday in the studio we have both Dennis Smith, author of "Don't Call Us Dead," "Insert Boy," and a gajillion other things, mm-hmm. and Angel Nafis, whose poems have appeared in BuzzFeed, Poetry Magazine, a whole bunch of other places. That's right. For our muse Bouche, we get on. Uh, Twitter pated, as you will. Mm. Uh, Denez serves up a healthy serving of sluttery for our second course. Which we always I needed. am a slut. For our thought process, we get by with a little help from our friends. Yes. And uh, for dessert, we take it to the stage. Yes, take Finally. it away. Oh my God, I'm on the podcast. I know. Oh, bok, bok, bok. Brandon's <laughs> rolling his eyes so hard. No, I'm not. I'm feeling a little peckish. So let's start the top of this show the way that any good top should, with a little tease, a little something to wet your palates and minds. There are no Today, tops here. <laughs> I topped twice last night in one sitting. In one uh, sitting? In one sitting. I feel like you don't top. You just bottom from a high angle. It's like- <laughs> Deeply seen. It's all Deeply about, seen. It's all about the, uh, the 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 golden ratio. <laughs> golden ratio. So, uh, it's, uh, wait, wait. What's the quadrant? Like, what's the triangle called? The the the. It's the- Isosceles <laughs> I'm always on the bottom. Today we're going to amuse your bushes with a little game that I like to call Terset or Tweet. Because mm. one of our poets, we are blessed to have three Ooh. professional poets with us today. You wanted Ooh. someone wanted to find we're a taking Terset. Over. <laughs> <laughs> well, What's a hurt? Terset? <laughs> Fuck bros. Yeah, see what I'm yeah. What's a Terset? Define it for us. A Terset is a three line stanza. Yeah, three line stanza. Yeah, so it's just mm-hmm. like three lines of poetry. It's like mm-hmm. a tweet length poem. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the most amazing things for me about being a young writer right now is that I get to watch the best poets of our generation. Right, I read their books. I love their books, but I also get to write, watch them write live yeah. on their social media. Mm-hmm. So in this Most game, my poems, as Morgan says, do start on <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I feel like legitimately, I see some tweet sometimes, and then later on, I see a poem 100%. that uses that tweet. Mm-hmm. So in this game, I'm going to read. We some... got found out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read some lines from poets that we all probably know, young great poets, and you have to tell me if it's from a tweet 
man. Or be, from a poem. Be careful oh saying God. young post for Gen X is all oh, up in my mentions. Okay. Listen. There's so mad. They're so bad. They're so upset. Yeah. Mm. Go for it. All right. So we're gonna start easy and we're gonna get a little harder. Okay. Mm. Our first poem. We're all poets. Harder. Our first poet. Listen, is, not all of us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not it's all. one Tommy T. Pico. <laughs> okay. Oh. Did you say burpees or slurpees? A thought in the hand is worth two in the tush. Line from a poem or tweet? I actually don't know. I think that's a poem. I think I think it's a poem only because no, because the burpees thing. No, no, no. I think the second part would is like the is very much like a Tommy tweet, but Tommy really likes rhyme in his poetry. True, and so I'm gonna guess. But there's a a whole thing on Twitter right now about burpees. The burpees. So I just feel like that was snagged on some research. Here's how. So Jericho Brown told us to get burpees. Yes. Okay. I know it's a poem because Tommy never tweets longer than like three words oh you found me out it's two tweets stuck together it's two tweets in a row that okay. i put together into a thing yeah. no you're mm. absolutely right angel it was well spotted Honestly, there is a thing going on in poetry you twitter right now relevant, you would be on the right side <laughs> about of jericho brown by. uh challenged poets to get ready for mm-hmm. awp this big writers conference by doing burpees mm-hmm. because jericho's whole social media presence is about having it a sick fucking body. Cool. Uh, so, so yeah, that was absolutely. So I also all I really you know, learned there is that you lied, and so <laughs> <laughs> you fully lied, Joseph. Next up, <laughs> Rupee Kaur. Is it, is it Kuar Kaur? Damn. Rupee. Uh, it's Rupee. Wish I could know. When definitely I, not on a first name basis. I am no. water, soft enough to offer life, tough enough to drown it away. That's a poem, barely. I think I've drank too much because I'm feeling it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you're feeling damn. the rupee. I'm like, oh, rupee, no. Go, go Baby. off, bitch. Go off, bitch. Go off, bitch. What does water do? <laughs> Say that, bitch. <laughs> it actually is kind of banging. I, I know. It's like, here's the for, thing. For... Here's the thing. Every once in a while, <laughs> Rupee I'm nails like, it. Rupee sticks the landing every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while, I'm like, my nigga, did I think that? Or did you? <laughs> well, I will say this. It is the entirety of an Instagram post in and of itself, except for the drawing of a cup at the bottom with a tsunami wave inside of the cup. Ooh. Can I be honest? Love it. Love it. <laughs> Swiping right. I'll say it. Swiping Look, right. Swiping right. She yeah. made probably like what a, a couple thousand dollars. People off are of that so mad, and book, I refuse so. to be mad. I'm not mm. mad. First of all, do your damn thing, Roops. Look, get your money. Roops, get your money. Get your bitch, coin. You better do that. Get your fucking you, money. Bitch. Honestly, if I had a like a drop of water for all of the mediocre white niggas who are ah, collecting yes. a check, could I Collect breathe? I would check. be drowning. <laughs> you would be so, drowning. Let this. Let her just have her. Let yeah. her do her thing. What's yeah, yeah. the problem? Yeah. I love no it. Problem. Poem. Her coin I is, say tarts it. Her coin is soft it. enough to offer life, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Next up, Thought Daddy himself, Jericho Brown. Okay. Poetry is where I understand I am nothing. Poem or tweet? That's a tweet. Tercet or tweet? That's a for sure a tweet. It sounds Poetry is where I understand I am nothing. Tercet or tweet? Uh, tweet or craft essay. Mm. Um, are you are you pulling your tricks I, again, Joseph? I am not. I, what this, is it? What is it? Jericho's not. on that rupee. Are you kidding me? No, I'm saying it was good. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Three that's lines. That's a new compliment. Oops. Y'all better get on board. Okay, that is I three lines from a poem. Oh, that is poem. an actual terse. First of all, it's great. Oh, yeah. Honestly, rupee, I like that poem. It's great. Rupees. It is. I love it, and I'm gonna doodle some shit next to that. All right, next up, <laughs> one Saeed Jones. Oh, yes. I don't know if y'all know her. Yes. Just two assassins standing in the hallway in boxer shorts holding guns. It gets exhausting paying attention, doesn't it? Oh, tweet. Tweet. Tweet because that bitch is so fucking out here and lyric on the page. That, yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. That's yeah. too narrative. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was no negligee. So <laughs> it, was not, it was not a poem. Yeah. Um, and also... A nigga didn't turn into a ghost and then his mother. And also, no, Joe better give us a motherfucking tweet at some point in this shit. This so. was, <laughs> also, pe- baby girl's tweets are like publishable. They're really yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this like, was, it, was a, it was a tweet. Yes. Um, yeah. Saeed was one of the I hardest ones bitch. that I wanted to include. Particularly because there's such a, a disconnect. Like the tweets are so pop culture and mm-hmm. funny, and the poems oh, are so funny. are so like 
heavy and grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was a tweet. That was a tweet. Next up, Ada Limon. Ugh. Should we make Queen. some wagers just between us? Other than that, I'd rather watch trees and clouds. Poem. Poem. Towards it. For sure. It's a poem and I just left a nigga and I'm pregnant. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there we go. I'm like Tercet <laughs> and my epigraph. Yeah. Mm. Y'all, it is a Facebook po- it's a tweet about the Super Bowl. No. I do not care not. about football, but I like any excuse to make my pulled chicken nachos and some three bean <laughs> turkey chili. Also, I keep saying the word wager, as in should we make some wagers between us? Other than that, I'd rather watch trees and clouds. It wow. is a fucking tweet. Wow. 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 Well, Anna's also out here with this everyday poetic. Yeah. yeah. But Ugh. also, also, I always can count on chicken to surprise me. Yeah. Never thought that poor chicken. No, whereas there's a bottom. The chili yeah. is what surprises Ooh, Chicken me. pivot. Chili always comes back. It yeah. comes back. It always hits you twice, you know? <laughs> Thank you all so much for playing. Thank you. So good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That amused speech was so good, but for our second course, I think Dines is on the menu. Ooh. Can't wait to taste. They're serving an amazing, delectable, impure thought wherein our hoe of honor, a guest <laughs> thought, if you will, <laughs> is here to give us a, a del- delicious, absolutely slutty, salacious uh, hookup story oh or mm. sexy story or maybe completely unsexy no, story. No, it's going to be It's Dines. I need yeah. a permission Dines. slip. This is already too much of me. <laughs> I feel unfair. Yeah, I, like, like fully... I need a parent or guardian to step in <laughs> already. I would like my parent to step away from this story, yeah. please. Tanez, take it away. Oh. I have no mother. Okay. <laughs> you lie. It's Pookie. I know. Hashtag same. No, 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 what, no, what, my mom what, is my shit. What, what the, what's the setting? I'm about to sound like a motherless child, though. <laughs> um, okay, so one, I just want to say I have recently put um, bullet rye inside of my rosé. Okay, yes. more <laughs> That's disgusting. Which, by so, the way, you should not admit to uh, your fan base. Yeah, I shouldn't. But like you know, um, if this umpire thought ends by like me thinking I'm on an episode of Keep It, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what is I the name do- of this cocktail, Tanez? <laughs> um, tonight it's called the. <laughs> 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 Fully post-verbal. So. I was thinking about what impure thought I was going to share. And I was like, do I tell the chocolate banana story? No, no, no. Do I tell the story about, you know, the first time I like fucked a group of friends and like, no, 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 no. That'll mm. be the next segment. Yeah, mm. we'll get to that later. Um, and then I decided that I was just going to talk about a situation that should have stayed at friends, but actually evolved into a full fledged relationship. Mm. Um, so um, Angel, you know, y'all lesbians find each other at like Whole Foods, but have y'all. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we do the, the salad bar. <laughs> Angel's the like salad confirmed. bar. Confirmed. <laughs> but, but but to the faggots in the room, do y'all know about BBRT? No. no. Okay, this? so I'm, y'all got acronyms and I can't. Is this like, gay Whole Foods? Huh? Um, like remove the W and it's Whole Foods. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> help! Help! Whole Foods. I crave a situation with lesbian and almonds. This is not that. Okay, so um, BBRT stands for bareback real time. Got it. Wait, um, in real time. As, as in, opposed can, to bareback can, delayed, yes. As uh, opposed to virtual reality? Like, what is the okay, deal? Okay, yeah. got it. Like, bareback now, nigga. Um, so, <laughs> so BBRT is like a pretty interesting space. Um, because is it a website? It is, it is, a, it is, it is Girl, they do not have an app. You, they, It is a website, old school manhunt tea girl. Okay. Oh, God. Um, so BBRT is this wonderful website where like you go to look for raw sex. Mm. Um, for some, that can read is very dangerous. But for me, um, if you have not bought my book yet, Don't Call Us Dead, it's available for $16.99 at a store near you. Uh, $15.99. It's a dollar cheaper. Amazon no, be having it for cheap. Sometimes it's $17.99. Sometimes it's $17.99. Like, That's my homie. I'm going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, it's a good book. Um, but um, for like me, like I'm HIV positive and so... Um, sometimes in spaces like Grinder and Scruff and Jacked, like, you know, zero status can be like a weird mm-hmm. thing. And on BBRT, there tends to be like a critical mass of positive men mm-hmm. or men who have been on prep long enough not to give a fuck or mm-hmm. just 
straight up niggas who don't give a fuck. Mm. I don't fuck with them. Um, <laughs> girl, I don't do the buck chaser thing. By the way, really... you should write horror because <laughs> niggas who straight up don't give a fuck is terrifying. Truly oh. scary. <laughs> oh. Invite me back next time. I'll tell you about my stalker. All right. Um, so um, one day, you know, I'm just like gallivanting on BBRT, you know, being a young thought, you know, freshly douched. I'm like, That's okay, I got to. Oh, you know, when you got like a fresh douche and you're like, yeah. I have a four hour window to find some dick. Let's yes. make this happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Angel just sat way back yeah. as though she knows like... exactly what's happening. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like usually, you know, like I, once I'm on BBRT, like a lot of my like normal rules go out the window. Mm. Um, all bets are off. All bets are off. All bets are off. But um, out of, you know, the like haze of what is everybody's secretly gay grandfather comes. <laughs> <laughs> Comes this wonderful, furry, little slim young thing. Mm. Um, the kind of he's like he's he's like the exact kind of spicy white. We're like in the spicy white. He's spicy white, you know, in the right he's light. He's Latino. Uh-huh. In, the, in the right light, very Puerto Rican. You he's know, he's got some worries on him. You know? Spicy white. Yeah, left side Norwegian, right side a spicy Colombian. White on the playlist, I do. Do shout out to Ariana John B. No, I'm sorry, Ariana. Ariana's a fake tan. Is not. Spicy a, white. She is a spicy Sounds white. Sounds like a, the spicy chicken's I club I would get at Wendy's. I thought she was J-Lo's niece for like the, <laughs> the first year. Got it. Okay. P- painted picture. Got cool. It. Cool, cool. Um, so spicy white man is here. Um, and so I invite him over to my house for relations. Um, relations. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like regular hookup. I'm thinking like, you know, you nut in 15 minutes and then just like finger me until, oh my God, this liquor. You're um, doing great, baby. <laughs> it is. It Do is. you not love getting fingered with I nut have, inside of you? That's my that whole is, ass sexuality. Actually I actually have to go. Yeah. <laughs> that's my Angel's whole ass like, I'm sexuality. Sexuality. I mean, that's the secret is that nut is a brilliant lube. But that's yes! not. What? Yes. This is right now. So I'm so I'm thinking, right, it's gonna be like fifteen minutes of you like, you know, bamming your thing into me and yeah. then like finger me until I come, right? Yeah. Thinking I'll be able to get on with my day. I got like poems to write. I got emails to make sure I send back. <laughs> um, very friend. But you. he comes over and it's convenient as fuck. He lives literally around the corner. Dangerous as fuck. Dangerous. 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 Dangerous, right? Shows up to my house is finer than the picture. Dangerous! <laughs> really Dangerous. bad. Boop. Dick like, better than he described. Red alert, red alert. Ooh. Like like a super nice Polish. Can I just, I'm sorry, just for the lesbians in the house. Uh-huh. What is, what's the time ratio between like showing me up at the door and then like knowing that the dick is better than you? Yeah, yeah, that's a it, great question. You know I mean? It depends on the- Like I'm going to read you a passage. It depends on the thing. So an, I'm very much like, I'm very much like, I like to- I, in my perfect world, you come in, we'll smoke a little bit, I'll offer okay. you a drink. Okay, we're sort of talking I, at I least wanna, 30 minutes. You know, I want to sit down minutes. and like, no, 15. Oh, ah! <laughs> that is fast delivery, mama. Huh? Okay. Oh, that's slow, I was thinking. Because yeah, sometimes it's they like, come in and I'm I've on had, my like, knees. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> like, not, sometimes they come the in deal? and it's just like, and they're. <laughs> look. I mean, it, I feel like you have to read the dude, right? Like, sometimes they walk in yeah. and it's just, like, very clear that, like, you have came here to fuck and you are uncomfortable with the conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, oh, you're actually a cool person. Right, I can, right, like, right. we can, like, talk about drag race before, you know, mm-hmm. you stick your dick at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where was I? He's in the house. Yes, yeah. he is. Um, better dick than you knew. We we smoke. We do, <laughs> Yes, better, like, better dick than we knew. Girl, this man fucked me. All over my house yeah. for seven Ooh. hours. That's too long. I'm That's exhausted. Too, I'll say it. That's too long. That's way too long. Honestly, if I can watch the entire Lord of the Rings series, it's <laughs> and the extras. All of the extras. They're all of Netflix's Russian dolls. If I'm out here watching like Aragon's costume get made and shit, <laughs> it's too long, nigga. The deleted too scenes. Too long, nigga. Director's so, cut. Oh, the thing is, he was the Lord of my ring. Uh, <laughs> I do, my lips here. I literally do have to go. It's been real. It's been uber real, and I have to go. And this, like, wow. But this, like, spins into a summer of getting fucked for minimum four hours. I like, want to go to there at once a week, right? Whenever oh, I'm in town. Four hours, yeah. Now? Yeah. Whole Foods. Yeah. And so it's this really beautiful thing. And I'm thinking like, yes, I have found two block away dick. It is great. great. It lasts forever. I literally have to set an alarm for it to stop. It's like, this is the perfect situation. And then he asked me the fatal question. Uh Uh-oh. You want to get dinner? (gasps) Oh. 
Devastation. How many months into it is it? Turmoil. We are. Nick, what's wrong with dinner? Huh? Thank you. Uh, me and oh Angel my God. <laughs> are like the two lesbians. The two lesbians on the podcast. I would have asked. Love you. I would have asked thirty minutes into the uh, first seven so, hours of listen, sex. Listen, yeah, so we're getting though, dinner after this, right? I feel like right? Nicole Kidman and Sandy Bullock in Practical Magic. Look, I love that. Look, oh I'm gonna say this before I, I, Dennis, as yes. much as I imagine, I would really love a relationship. I will be just as happy if I just end up with a nigga that comes over on Tuesdays mm. for pussy. And that's great. We call that an insignificant other. I love an insignificant a, a other. A situationship. Damn. Yeah. I love an insignificant other and another. Like, that mm. would be great. And mm. I don't really need a relationship if I find up loving someone. You gross, but great. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> and so he asked me to go to dinner. And I think the only thing I was hesitant about is, you know, when you have a feeling and about someone but sometimes they're a little bit too nice to trust yourself. Mm. Um, and it's not ever that he was cruel or kind or anything. I was just like, you know what? Outside of the dick, I don't really know what all there is here to mine. You know, and yeah, that matters. It you need something more. You than need the even dick. some more. It even more. But yeah. at this point, we're talking too. Wow, we really had a turn here on yeah. for thought. But <laughs> for the longest time, I don't know that that has been. The no, I don't that know is, that, is, that has been the thesis. Me, Joseph Austin. <laughs> it has not really, truly. I'm, I'm a listener. I love this podcast. Not in this segment. It has not been. That not in this segment. More than the dick. I will have to say that, that that's is, not. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. I want to say you you done flip flopped. There's, <laughs> there's also the fingers and the fists yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the mouth. Yeah, I don't like either of those things. Well, the mouth. Uh, love the mouth. Love the mouth. Not really big on the fingers and the fists, but mm. unless there's never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so but two months in, right? And like I'm kind of feeling, what is that word? Um, when you only like one person, monogamous. Oh, uh, I don't, my I don't, God. I'm feeling a little monogamous at this point because I've been getting my back broke for fucking five hours every great. other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I say yes. I say yes to the dress and we go. <laughs> Shauna runs your yes. I, a year of yes. We go to dinner. <laughs> um, and so now our new situation is like uh, dick and french fries. And I'm like, oh no, we're on a very dangerous road here. <laughs> I love this road. This I, is my favorite road. I hate this. Road, because three months into this now and we're officially dating right yeah. Whoa. Uh, officially... what do you like as a boo uh, great um, <laughs> yes until I get bored um, so not great so... <laughs> thank you angel so translation uh, what's that NPR so a monster <laughs> no what's that what's that NPR series called um, uh, no 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 it's, um, it's PBS I'm, I'm brief and spectacular <laughs> Uh, is what I am extremely loud and incredibly and I am and I did the my most common mistake which is getting a boo right before tour um, which is a selfish decision for me because all it does is give you somebody to miss but it does not give Mm. you somebody to build a relationship with and so I'm coming in and I'm touring Don't Call Us Dead at the time I'm coming in and out in and out in and out and so we're dating right I'm coming in and out of tour and then we get to another critical juncture the holidays right Um, and he asked me like oh do you want to come to my parents house for Thanksgiving (gasps) shut up that's doing a lot that's doing a lot it's doing a lot and we're like we're like six months into a relationship can I be honest there's no amount of time where it's acceptable to like expect that someone be knowing your family because people's families are fucked up. This message comes from iHeartRadio sponsor, Mercury Insurance. If you're looking to save some money, you should really think about getting a quote from Mercury because Californians save an average of $677 with Mercury. It's quick and easy, and in just a few minutes, you might find you could save a lot of money on your auto and home insurance. Plus, Mercury was named one of America's best insurance companies by Insure.com four years in a row. Low rates, big discounts, great insurance. Go to mercuryinsurance.com today to get a quote. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. 
It's time to stop accepting backwards healthcare and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. 20 years ago, you fell in love with the Gilmore Girls for 154 episodes and four movies. On the I Am All In podcast, Scott Patterson, a.k.a. Luke Danes, everyone's favorite grouchy diner owner, takes us down memory lane. Tune in to the I Am All In podcast to relive the Gilmore Girls saga one episode at a time. We'll share stories. We'll share the memories. I've got a million stories to tell, especially about Sean Gunn and Milo Ventimiglia and a lot of other people, too. Scott will take you back. Back to Stars Hollow, Luke's Diner, Dosie's Market, Miss Patty's, even Mrs. Kim's Antique Shop. I know you guys have been binge-watching it through COVID and, you know, for 21 years and generations of families and mothers and daughters, and let's watch it together. If you can smell snow, if Paris isn't just a city in France, and Friday night dinner is a requirement, you won't want to miss this. Listen to the I Am All In podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Allie Wentworth, mom, wife, actress, writer, comedian, and also the host of Go Ask Allie, the podcast that dissects the craziness of modern life. He said, I never thought anybody could be this irreplaceable. And I started crying and he started crying. And that that was it. Yes, it's terrible and all this traveling and it just completely disrupts our lives, but this is what we got. Go Ask Allie is a podcast where you can learn how to grow all the pivotal relationships in your life. We are taking ukulele lessons on Zoom and we suck. We're never forming I, a band. By the way, I assumed that. I didn't okay, want to I say did. anything. I, I assumed <laughs> right. you sucked until you told me otherwise. There will be ruptures in any intimate, loving relationship. And the question is, how do you repair? New episodes drop every Thursday, and there's also a bunch already waiting for your binging pleasure. You owe me a present. Yeah, I know. Listen to Go Ask Alley on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo. So, like, it's not even about, like, uh-oh, like, we're at this level. There is no level. There's, there's no level. You'll never no be level. ready. You'll, You'll never, never be ready. ready. You'll yeah, never yeah. be ready. Like, and if you're lucky, their immediate family is, like, cool. Fine. Mm-hmm. But... Nigga, the extended. You <laughs> the just extended. can't. You no. just saying it's never okay. I can't know nary a cousin. Keep That's just everyone away. away. Cousins are whack. Bitch. Cousins are so whack. Cousins, my nigga. Cousins is the clan. Yeah. <laughs> no, Every literally, time. my cousins are the clan. Yeah. Oh my god, Joe. Oh so let's just go ahead and power walk to the end of this story. Uh, yeah, now yeah, that yeah, Joe and brought um, the Kooks Clucks into the room. So we break up in time for the holidays, just like any good gay. And so it was my first bad breakup, y'all. Like I, so this is like a long fast forward where like. <laughs> I love how this impure thought turned into a full fledged relationship. Recounting did. of your it did. relationship. It did, it did, it did. But, 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 I, you know, a big part of the reason that we broke up though was that he didn't fuck me for the last two months of the, that we had oh no part of that was me being on tour and then he decided to be christian um, oh god and like no. be fasting or some bullshit i was like nigga fast this ass shit what the, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you better munch on this booty after sundown and so anyway <laughs> um what i really learned from that and i, I and, and like i have a lot of love for him um he's gonna make somebody a very nice husband one day um but what it really taught me and maybe this is a, a pure thought for myself oh uh, <laughs> i love it when they say the title of the movie <laughs> was that i'm good enough to say no to a good thing can i be oh. honest you can say no to many good things i know that's true and honestly you're one of the most lovable people thank you honestly. that i actually and my know. pussy good this episode of Food for Thought was brought to you by the magical folks over at Everlane. Ever- um, the other week, we got our Everlane products in the mail, and Dennis experienced a real-life unboxing video. <laughs> um, that is my life. But um, I will say, like, one of my favorite things... Uh, is this wide-legged uh, denim pant. It is in black. I'm wearing it right now as we speak, and I've worn it like every single day for the last six consecutive days. Hi, literally. This is Joe. Their jeans fit. They fit perfectly. <laughs> Their the jeans. Best tagline. Fit. Dennis, what was it your so favorite hard. thing? Um, so it's kind of a tough call because I'm not going to lie. I have been wearing the like the leggings and the black pants like nonstop. But this is actually the thing. I am obsessed with the Day magazine tote. 
Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups, and they tell you their real costs so you don't overpay. Because Everlane sells to you directly, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional re- retailers. Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, mm. and last longer. Yes. Everlane's All timeless true. essentials are just what you're looking for, no frills, just quality. And right now, you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash T-H-O-T, plus you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash T-H-O-T. T T H O T Everlane.com slash T H O T T H O T Take us there, Joe. It's time we get into the meat of the conversation. The thought process spelled mm. how? T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. Well. Mm. Well, this dick. week, we are talking about friendship. Aww. So, y'all, I'm. this is Joe. I'm 36 and single, and I can honestly say that my friends are the closest thing I have to family on this planet. For Aww. queer people, friendship feels especially critical. Many of us were bullied in our youth and made to feel outside by so many around us. What got us through? Our friends. I'm going to stop being a Pisces right now. <laughs> Thoughts yeah, I mean, good luck. To jump off on this conversation about friendship, I want to consider the idea of best friends. Hmm. Do y'all have best friends? Can you only have one best friend? Or are best friends a thing that's better left in middle school? I think Ugh. the term best friend, like the term love, is kind of a fallacy that means everything and nothing at the same time. Like I think it, it's it's mm-hmm. this it's this label wherein you are beholden to a person in this iconic movie like way mm-hmm. that can mean something to some person and a different thing to a different person. And some people think you can only have one kind of love or one kind of best friend. To other people, you have multiple. And for that, to me, I, I think the best fr- the term best friend just kind of means nothing because I also mm. mean the term love means nothing. Kind of. Huh? I think what it's kind of nigga, like. Nigga, what's a, happening on this we podcast? Are, we are uh, not the same yo, bitch. What is no. yeah. Fran just disavowed connection. Human <laughs> connection. And not I, into it. No thanks. I might have to go. Literally. Who's what is it good for? Oh Honestly. Absolutely no. Oh my God. Sing it again. The queerest way to be is to only talk to your assistants. <laughs> <laughs> I love my assistant. I think you can have many best friends. Yes. Talk um, about it, bitch. Go in. That's because here's the thing. No, I think, but I think it does mean something as opposed to what you're saying. It means it nothing. Means like I, to me, best friend is a promise, right? Mm. It is a promise that no matter how long we go without talking no matter how distant we become right because friendships augment our lives change if you are best friends with somebody in the same state and all of a sudden your ass moves like you know a thousand dollars worth of plane ticket away that friendship changes mm-hmm. um i have friends that you know best friends that i have held on to for the rest of my life and we don't talk to each other in the same frequency who knows what will change in the future but what we do have is that promise that no matter what mm. we pick up like it's nothing you know if you need me I will fucking be there in a second you I know get on a plane you know I, and I there are like details that I've shared with you that I only shared with you because you were my best friend and because I shared them with you you hold that shit for life mm. I agree with that because um, I, I hear what you're saying about like a, as a younger term like best friend being this thing that I think young folks that we learn to use a type of currency mm-hmm. almost like the MySpace top 8 right oh, yeah. <laughs> you know where oh, that top <laughs> 8 was so <laughs> That's, that's what I'm talking about. Relevant. That's you know? crazy. And it's and it's and it's also a way to like even like jockey your friends a little bit. It's like, oh, if you don't mm-hmm. slip up now, bitch, I'm gonna call Rebecca my best friend and not you, Stacy. Um, and so that's the thing that I think kids do with each do other. Do you think for- it's like a role as opposed to like a way of being? With I someone? think for some folks, I mean, maybe even for me too. Let me investigate myself. I do think if I call you my best friend, I do expect certain things from you. Like I do think what you're saying is absolutely right. It's like a commitment. It's like mm-hmm. a commitment to yeah. family. Yeah. It's sounds. like like to me, best friend means if you are sick in LA, I'm getting on a plane in New York. Oh, I'm so- not. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'll talk you through it. But no, that, but, that <laughs> but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't mean you can only have one of them, but it does sort of like in, in the way that we talk about partnership being a commitment, sort Mm. of a commitment to Mm. a lifelong relationship. To me, best friend doesn't mean you can only have one, Mm -hmm. but it does mean that I'm committing to when you ask me to show up, then I do show up. Yes. You know what I mean? And committing to when you need me to lift you, I lift you and when, and, and and it's reciprocal in that way. So best friends in a way is like, is a, a queer family. I respect Fran. that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, 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 <laughs> Fran doesn't I, guys, respect the only, me at I, all. No, no, I think that... <laughs> 
the thing, everything you're saying makes complete sense to me. The, I'm not mixing rose with this bullet. <laughs> don't you dare. I don't love what's happening. I need to take this to another level. Joe, everything you're saying makes total sense to me. My one twinge is the language we're in. You describe you. I don't think you're intentionally doing this, yeah. but some people will describe a best friend with a sense of obligation and commitment. Where mm-hmm. to me, what best friendship is more an endearment that overcomes you, and you come to them because you want to. I do think adulting and queerness like invites like no one who is 35 is like that's my best friend, and there's only the possibility of one. Like like adult life experience and queerness means that we all acknowledge that I can call someone my best friend and call someone else my best friend. Yeah. But I was thinking about what makes a best friend, and it's not a choice. I think it's something you rise to, hmm. um, you know, in a real way. I think a best friend is situational. I think it's like it's like ingredients, bitch. It's, it's ingredients. Like it's, it's, like, it's ingredients, but there's always that. I think there's a volta somewhere there within is that a volta. friendship Thank where it be, you, rarely becomes like, oh, this you is choose. my best this friend. My you choose. You know, it's the moment of yeah, of, no, reve- of something is no, revealed, and mm. it's either just through. It's either just through relating to the person or it has been like, oh, we've been through some shit and yep. now we are best friends. Like yep. when I catalog, I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here cataloging all my friends and going like, are they my friend? Are they one of my best friends? Yeah. And it's not that I love people any less. I'm just like, no. It's literally but not like, about amount, this, this like best friend shit, it's like it's something that's either been situational or an emergency that some niggas had to go through. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that like upped our friendship to a particular mm-hmm. regard. And it's not that... Actually, no, I'm lying. Because um, sometimes it is, I think, just about the way you relate to somebody. But I think it's, it's like when you see somebody and it's like taking the bra off your spirit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Ah, oh, like, the bra comes you know off I mean? like, your spirit. You're just spirit. like, this is my bitch. But I feel and, like, and that's it. Yeah. And there's no, and it's like I know what I mean, and like I would love to express to the world, but like I just when I see this person, I like. It's like homecoming, you know. It's like yeah. it's right and it's good and it's and it it could be different. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I just think what I'm troubling right now is just when do you know that you can take your bra off in front of a nigga? Because sometimes mm. for me, it's just been that I've been caught naked in front of a nigga, and then I'm yes, just like, but that, oh, then I you guess know. This you're just okay. So you are getting into Brian. like the per- this is the perfect segue into what I want to get into because we spent too much time talking about the semantics of best friendship. Um, but what is you're describing a quality that you seek in a friend in general. What to you what to you is like the one quality where you're like, I need this in my friend? Because mm. you're talking about the bra taking offery. <laughs> yeah. Which well, is a great I love that as an idea. As a mm. as a be, well, as a trait for a best friend. And I think the bra taking offery to me, it's funny and it's like lol and we But it's also, also we also physically know what that feels like. Yes. But, but I'm talking about what that encompasses to me is like and I was saying this to my boo. We were talking about, I mean, it's like, whatever. We're like late 20s, early 30s, whatever. So we're like on, we're just like perhaps going to weddings and stuff. So I'm at this like stage where I just like am just steady at a fucking wedding. <laughs> and like I'm seeing a bunch of people from my past and stuff. And I recently this summer went to a wedding where I saw like my best, best, best friend from high school. Mm. And it was like so strange and so good mm-hmm. and it was like putting on some shoes you hadn't but still fit your feet and shit mm-hmm. just, you know what I'm saying it's like bitch where you been and what you been on I know what you been <laughs> and also like is it okay that we're still on the level yeah. so, for you. like we were on the level so what I'm saying is like I think to a certain extent once you're on the level you always have the ability to be on the level. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Angel. Yeah, yeah. You've tapped on that that quality of a best friend where in like you could disappear off the face of the planet for like four years and come back later and be like, bitch, let's go to the mall. If you so, touched you know I mean? the depths. I feel yeah. like that's so interesting because I feel completely differently mm-hmm. where I, I just think that from my experience of breath, best friendship, it's a very you. no, no, it's that, true. I, yeah. No, that I, my best friends that I had in elementary school and middle school and high school, I can't relate to them at hall anymore because my basement my biggest level of intimacy that i had at 13 as a poor white kid growing up in a place that had like no possibility for any sort of deep thought was like not my basement right now you know what i mean and so i sort of have what's been interesting to me is that i have a lot of deep friends from where i came from but they aren't the people i was closest to at that time 
Mm-hmm. They're the people who relate to me the best mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and who can relate to me the best now mm-hmm. and who also know where I came from. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know them that well in high school or middle mm-hmm. school, right? So for me, I feel like one of the biggest ingredients of friendship is like shared worldview, is just shared mm-hmm. possibility, is just shared language, is just shared understanding. Like I can't, the person. But that's I, the level. That's, that's the I'm level. That's talking about. That's, that's the level. That's what I mean. But the, the level doesn't, for me, has not been consistent over time because like for me as a queer white person, my level has shifted. Mm-hmm. But along with that, Joe, very specific to you is phys- shared physical space and mm-hmm. consistency. That's another thing that I think bonds you to a person more often than not. But like Alex Milbreth was my nigga when we were five. <laughs> yeah. Like Shout out to Alex. Alex. You know? Shout out to Kai Swinson, fourth grade through sixth grade. But at, like, at them. but we didn't have any continued relationship That's beyond that. Saying. And so I don't know. Like, I, me and Alex Milbreth were like Instagramming the other day on some random shit. And I'm just like, I don't really know. Like, we're probably, we'll go get a drink. We'll be cool. But like, you're not going to be my best friend when I'm damn near 30. In the same way yeah. that you were when we were eight. Especially if I haven't seen you like like that from eight to 29. Is like, that, that's just not about to that be the loss for you today? It's not a loss for me because I feel like I found some of my best friends in college. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because college is where I got fine touching the level as well. Same. That's um, same and so same there's a lot of people. I do have some friends from high school and even junior high, but those are the very few folks who I was willing to get that kind of vulnerable with. You know, when Fran asked the question, you know, how do you know somebody is your best friend? I think all my best friends have a level of kindness and tenderness. And that's only, and I know that mm. only because what I consider a best friend is somebody who is willing to still love me and celebrate me and be there with me and be patient with me through my worst. You're speaking yeah. on through something key because it's like touching the level, but it's the maintenance of of that that can be separate. It's but it's the maintenance of like your own ability to like care for someone and let them do that. Surely. Because honestly, I've touched the level with people who are like so hetero and like just like run marathons, wow. like in Seattle. But like when I go <laughs> on, Seattle, HL, but when Seattle, I go please. on tour and like I stay with her and her boo, it's like, it's like, it's like she's not doing any of the shit that I'm on, mm. but she's like, go bitch, go. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? She so it's like we touch the level, but she does the maintenance of of being mm. not just like accepting, but like down for my wow. my for whatever sure. the fuck do you know for what I'm saying? Sure. like taking care of a plant exactly mm-hmm. so it's like touching the level but doing the internal work mm-hmm. to be like ready to like rise to whatever someone's situation is yeah. or, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like you know even when i think about like you know your homie who i don't know that well but like blair like mm-hmm. y'all like t- seem to touch the level but have different lives surely but you've touched yes. the level and you like maintain the circumstances necessary to continue to touch the level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have a question for I, the I have a question for the group. Does your lover slash boyfriend have to be your friend? Do they have to integrate <sighs> into your friend group? Oh, let me tell you. I wish I could answer this question, but I have never had near a boyfriend nor a lover. <laughs> no, but you have you have a boo. <laughs> it's true. That bitch is your best friend, though. But did, yeah, do you we feel have a like, really we have a different situation? Yeah, than other situations. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like it was y'all important? are my goal relationships? Really, mine too. That's a lot of pressure. Huh? Sorry. Well, Sorry. she's just. I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the real funky funky. I had a lot of relationships. That's not true. But I've had long relationships. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been with people for like three years, four years. Da, 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 da. I've been like four relationships. They're all long as fuck. So and she's the fun. only person that like has been a homie. Mm. She's oh. the one. The only one that's been a Well, that's mm. well, so my other the person I dated right before her was like mm. kind of a homie, but not a homie where like she was a homie like she was a homie technically. Like we mm-hmm. laughed, we like wanted to do some like a lot of the same shit. We were like interested in there was like mad Venn diagram overlap type mm-hmm. shit. But Shira that's is a homie like the homies are homies. Mm. Yeah, that's which what is I mean. another level. Yeah. Which is another level where you're like Let's just put it this way. If some shit got fucked up between us, literally, God forbid, the homies wouldn't be like automatically on Team Angel. Like the homies would be yeah. like, what happened, bitch? <laughs> like, in je- like, you know what I mean? The homies would be like, the homies would be like, rot roll. Like, like, nigga, <laughs> we're not, we're not certain that she did it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And that's because she's like, 
a down ass, but real ass, d- homey ass bitch. Do you need that for someone to be your partner? Mm. That's my question. Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing. Every person that I've dated before, I'm not with them. Uh. <laughs> and every person I've dated before who has even been slightly a homie, there's a point where I, and this might be some black shit. This might be some queer black shit. I'll confirm. But it's like, you ever date somebody where you're like, it's so fun, cool, sex is cool, they get it, they like be reading, like we're out here. Mm-hmm. But then also like, you're like, slowly or like, you feel gross by the level to which you're like the there was, spice. There was a tongue stuck out. Oh. Like you're the, you're the spice. And yes. then you're like, nigga, I can't be the zest in your life. <gasps> can, I, and, or you're Denez like, fell out their chair. You know? Denez's headphones are off. Like, <laughs> literally like, every breakup I've like, had. Wait a minute, nigga. Do you prefer me to you? <laughs> <laughs> But Shira is like, Shira is like, no, nigga, I actually want to be me. Yeah. I, l- I love you. I think you're rad. But I'm not like secretly like, <laughs> oh at my night God. I put on your clothes and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think for a lot of queer people and a lot of fresh queer people who are out here, mm. people are like, Touch my hand. people are like, finally, you're my hobby, nigga. You're the thing that's, ah, inter- yes, you're yes, the yes, thing yes, that's yes, interesting yes, yes, about yes. me. You're the thing that makes me better. Mm. And Shira is better and fly and and out here without me. Yeah, yeah, without yeah. Without yeah. me. Yeah. Oh without my god. Without me, gosh. nigga. She's a planet on her own, nigga. Oh, and yes. that's what is that is. And I think that that's what the homies are. Dines is a homie. Dines is a planet without me. They're, you know yeah, yeah. they're not in orbit with they're you. Not they're not orbiting around my fucking bus orbit. shit. And that's the thing. I think that that's what a homie is. Is a homie is their own solar system. And mm. y'all are just and y'all. I don't really know how it works, like the galaxies and shit. But I think you're just two solar systems out here, as opposed to like mm. a sun orbiting or you know somebody orbiting on a sun yeah, or some shit. Different planets, same constellation. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, real just real quick to like what you were saying into Joe's original question. Well, first of all, Angel. Yes, to everything. Like, bitch, I want that inscribed. Not mm. hot sauce. Huh? Mm. I, I, but it was, Spice. It was really good. Um, because, like, me and my friend, my best friend, one of my best friends, Tish. Yeah. So Tish and me have this conversation. We decided it on a, one of, we take, like, a road trip every two years. And we decided on the last one that the only difference between one of your best friends and the if, you, if they're truly your partner not somebody you're fucking for the meanwhile um but you're like in this shit right in the dirt with each other the only difference should be that they fuck you well um mm. and i'm very into that definition of like looking for a partner and that's also the reason why i've left plenty of niggas i'm just like mm, you're okay dick is good ass is good whatever da, 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 da. but you do not live up to like these motherfuckers who are my friends and i just can't do with that mm-hmm. um but to this new question of fucking friends i'm a little new to it i used to be very against it did you i did because really? i i did i thought it I was just like you have always been slightly down to fuck a friend i've been slightly down to fuck a lot of people but not my <laughs> friends <laughs> i feel like you've been like I'm- nah i only have one friend who i met like butthole first I love converting yeah, a friend. I only, a yeah, to a there's friend. only one person in my life who like we met as a as a fuck situation, and then it has evolved into like just mm. being friends. Mm. And more recently, I'll tell you off the air. I got to see that little screen go blue because this shit can't be recorded. <laughs> I've been. Um, I need. I need a recap. Yeah. Um. But recently, like, I really think I I have fucked several friends. Um, and it was beautiful, but what it, what it was, it felt like, but by the time we fucked, it felt like we had waited until marriage. Um, and I mean, and I mean, and although I hate the idea, and although I hate the, like that very like Christian, like cis idea of waiting until marriage, Mm. I love the idea of waiting until the the situation is solidified until you introduce sex, which if, Mm. if that situation can be. Fucked up by it. sex, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a situation that where sex is dangerous to the level of love that is exchanged mm-hmm. between those people, then waiting until that love is solidified as a way to enter the sexual realm, mm-hmm. I think is probably a good thing. I don't like when Christians do it, but with this time, like it's people like the people that I have fucked mm-hmm. as friends are people that I have been friends with for a long period of time. I think a lot about how we never hold friendship to the same, or rather society or like hetero, heteronormative people 
hold don't hold friendship to the same standard as romance and don't have the same ceremonies don't have the same songs and poems and like you know all the establishments around like friendship the same way we do around like romantic love and romantic mm-hmm. partnership and like wouldn't it be great if we had like a valentine's day but like was for your friends or wouldn't it be great if you had Co-sign. wouldn't it be great if we had like a marriage ceremony yeah. and party no, that's that was I, like literally have, for your best friend. yes um it, like it would uh, like there is just it, there, it's so disrespectful <laughs> that we don't honor our friends in the yeah. same way we honor this in my opinion, facile idea of the one. Mm. Um, But I think it's to our power that we, as queer people, can actually hold our friends as dearly as we Mm. do our romantic And like dearer. And And even dearer. You know, and then... But it, in Hanya Yanagihara's text, Little Life, oh, she God. does Wait, talk, who has a problem with a little life? I, I will fight about, right I now. It. It's too fresh. The That'll woman. literally be three more hours of podcast. But <laughs> she does talk about... The, the book's specific, amazing. She does talk about friendship in a way that I've like not heard it detailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's she true. talks about it in a way where she's saying like, it is the bond that is not upheld mm-hmm. by this particular expectation of... Mm-hmm. or legality or this loyalty that is bound by what we agreed on beforehand mm-hmm. that you build the expectation in the mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. and that it's the one bond that is in i mean i mean hopefully this isn't true but that largely in the in societal expectations it's the one bond that is every day agreed upon yep. every day mm-hmm. consented upon every day you're there out of free will mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and yep. that, that 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 is Mm-hmm. The most holy shit. Yeah. Like that is like. Yeah. You you create and agree to the obligation of friendship. Yeah. Yes. The obligation is like consistently renewed. Yeah. And yeah. it's self sourced, right? And it's like, self sourced. It's is- also necessary, and I and I don't think it's like a flimsy thing. The the wording mm-hmm. of chosen fam. Mm-hmm. I think people say it, and it can become like a kind of a catch. Be a little phrase. Can, it can get a little capacious. Capacious. It can be a little hashtaggy. But, like, I actually mean it, and so it's very hurtful mm. when, like, I go to a wedding and people are like, my friend was just saying this, Adam Bachner was just mm. saying this, that, like, a wedding can either feel like a signing on mm-hmm. to the next 40 years or it can sound, it, it can feel like a, a thanks, a thanks for the last 20 years. Yeah. And either Yikes. and either way, you footed that bill to get there, and you're kind of like, "Why the fuck did you invite me to say goodbye to you?" Like, <gasps> do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's so real, especially with a lot of not just straight people, but 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 straight living gays, yep. who mm. are like, "I now have my little straight thing, and like, thanks I have a for, real family now. Good luck for, with your little chosen shit. Here. Good luck with your chosen shit." That just blew yep. my mind. For real, and that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, y'all were just like playing but i'm for real for real like nah. you're my family so if you are like yeah. gonna sign off when you get married or nah. whatever oh my god tell me now nigga to because say I- <laughs> to say that you're somebody's chosen family is to say i'm gonna continue to choose your ass yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. all the days i'm gonna choose you mm. so i got that feeling like i'm full <laughs> but i could fit one more thing inside me. Another hand. Denez knows what the fuck I'm talking truly, about. Wow. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. <laughs> that spicy white boy. Uh, <laughs> spicy. So this week for our dessert, it's the one thing that I would like to have inside me. No, just kidding. Just no, kidding, my just God. Kidding. Don't <laughs> It's Terrell Alvin McCraney. But like um, also Terrell, if you're listening. Actual, literal. Single currently. Literal genius. Um, incredible person. Uh, you know, uh, writer of the play that became Moonlight, um, writer of a play that's on Broadway right now called uh, Choir Boy that a bunch of us saw. Uh, Two projects coming up on your small screens, one on OWN called David Meets Man, and um, one on Netflix called High Flying Bird, which is a movie about basketball. Is it it right now? That is not yet out, but that has no... I feel like it's this movie about basketball, right? And everyone's like, oh my God, basketball. And then like Terrell was like, no, there's literally no basketball in it. It's like a sports movie with literally no sports. Love that. Um, 
I met Terrell. Finally. <laughs> finally. A sports movie with no sports. That's I met Terrell finally. ages ago through friend of the show, Donna Moore, and we bonded over our mutual love for Randall Keenan. Y'all know Randall Keenan's work? Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall Keenan. A visitation of spirits. Uh-huh. That's and let shit. the dead bury their yeah. dead. And so um, Terrell loves really Randall. Uh, Terrell wrote one of his early plays based on a short story and let the dead bury their dead in his brother-sister plays. The play was called Run, Mourner, Run. Uh, and, you know, Terrell has just been a person who writes about sh- real shit and cares about craft, writes about it well. And just the art that I experience from him is consistently hilarious and heartbreaking at the same time. Angel, you saw Choir Boy. What did you, what do you like about that Ugh. player or about Terrell's work in general? Well, first of all, shout outs to Cy Jones, mm. who is my plug for all things theater, mm. who just like always has a plus one and is like, bitch, what are you doing tonight? And mm. I'm like, literally nothing <laughs> except this nutrition, nutritious like lesbian supper. And then I'm, like, <laughs> I'm yours, bitch. And just like takes me on a journey of theater every, you know, mm. every so often. So um, texted me and was like, do you want to see Choir Boy? And I just was like, I don't know what that is. Yes. <laughs> yes, because the last right time answer. the last time I said I don't know what that is, yes, it was a, a little play called Hamilton, and I didn't. Know <laughs> that. I don't know her. I don't know her. Listen, <laughs> so I went, and um, it was very beautiful. Yeah, it was very beautiful. It was giving me like you know. Here's the thing: I'm like a culture nigga. I love the arts, and like, let's be real. Like, let's be real. Let's just be real for a second. Like, be real. No matter what. You feel the nutritional value sometimes more than you feel the like candy of something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, nigga, I'm eating broccoli. It's good for me and I'm happy, but also I could be eating like an airhead. Yeah. And I didn't feel that. I was uh. like, it was like I was eating cotton candy, but it was truly spinach. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like that. Like it just was giving me like it was. I was like, t- it was timeless. Like in terms yeah. of just in time, in terms of me not having any idea how much time had passed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, um, it was also very black, which shouts to some shit being very black. But it was black without me. It was black without black being the problem. Saying like, like being a nigga wasn't the issue. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's it like was everybody here is niggas. Let's discuss. Let's other discuss things. other <laughs> things. You know, I've never gotten the pleasure of seeing anything by Terrell McCraney outside of the brother sister plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know what his work did for us um, in Wisconsin, where I went to school, mm-hmm. and um, his, his plays. You know, we had. Terrell, I'm sorry if we're bootlegging, but like I just like we had PDFs of the brother sister plays, oh, and yikes. that was like sort that was like a secret that we shared. You know the sim- the same way that like the coldest winter ever got traded in my like junior high and high um, school. It was like all the queer like brown and black. Um, Theater majors like trading the brother sister plays. Like, have you read this yet? Have you considered mm-hmm. this yet? You know, like, mm-hmm. did you know that this was possible? Yeah. Um, in the way that he was writing those plays. And so Terrell is somebody that I just have so much respect for. And I say this as a starving Midwesterner, um, for culture mm-hmm. <laughs> that I am, that I'm salivating to get these plays, uh, right? I need to see yeah. Choir Boy. I need to see the source material for Moonlight because I love Moonlight so much. And shit, I think plays are better than films any day, every day. And so I just want to know what the fuck He wrote the Moonlight like. as an undergrad, I believe. Yeah. It was like his thesis project. Mm-hmm. Go watch the new projects, how you can support, support these artists who have made it. And you saw he has a TV show coming it? too, right? Yeah, no. So it's a TV show on OWN called David Makes Man. And it is, a, cable. Bitch it own? is a, a bitch on own? own. No, Oprah said own, it own like Oprah. Oprah said it was the best pitch she'd ever heard in her entire oh, life. Oh, bitch, Terrell. Terrell. Come on, nigga. So that's David. Put your grinder on private, girl. We got Oprah money Ooh. now. <laughs> that's David Makes Man on OWN, <laughs> and it is high flying bird. Netflix, it is a basketball movie with no sports in it. So get into the faggotry of that. Yeah. Wow. Terrell, you're just... Mm. And it, I feel like it must be said, please don't edit this out. That nigga's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's six foot five. Yes, he is. This episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous and unequivocal support of Rosé and also our new home at... 
forever dog. Our producer is Oh Captain My Captain, Alexandra De Palma. Our social media manager is Christina Tucker, who is more important than a red wheelbarrow and more scrumptious than a cold plum. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> it's a poetry episode. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Or frankly, we're hacking and deleting friends iCal in the middle of Fashion Week. I am Joseph Osmondson. You can find me at www.josephosmondson.com. I'm Fran. You can find me at Fran Squish Co. on all social media. Oh, I'm Denez Smith. You can find me at Denez underscore S-M-I-F and all social media. I'm Angel Nefis, and uh, boringly, you can find me as Angel Nefis on Twitter and not so boringly, a naffy on Instagram. Yes. And I just got unlocked to stories. Like, your girl just got up on stories. So. Get a story. Do not- you have a swipe up? No, I don't know how to do that yet, but we'll talk. We'll get there. Welcome to 2015. Find us on Instagram at GaySlut2Read and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Food for Thought Pod, where each week we pin some questions at the top of our page to continue the discussion of this week's episode. Sign up for our newsletter to see a list of everything we're reading and some extra delectable content at foodforthoughtpodcast.com and finally email us with your questions thoughts concerns and dick pics at thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com as always that's food the number four and thought spelled how t-h-o-t take it away Back to life, back to reality, back to reality. What is the kind of that? However do you need me? How? However do you want me? However do you need me? How? However do you want me? However do you need me? However do you want me? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 